and I think for a lot of us, honestly, this is, this is my truth. For most people, it probably won't work out in the long run. I'm not saying it can't work out. I'm not saying it's not worth trying. But what I'm saying is for many of us, having a co-host actually, it actually might be more of a pain in the butt than it's worth. Hey, podcast people, welcome to Podcast Growth University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. Over the last five years and thousand episodes that I have been on, I have learned a lot about podcasting, what to do, what not to do, and the common mistakes that people, including myself, have made. This weekly podcast is focused on helping you grow, scale, and monetize your show. Every single episode will be focused on that. Let's do it. Podcast Growth Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Podcast Growth University, where we talk all things podcasting all the time. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode. It was episode number 43, three questions for every level of your podcast business. I looked back and I looked very, very tired in that episode. I am quite tired as well today, but we're going to bring the energy because that's what we do and we are blessed to be able to do this every day, so... I want to remain grateful, and I am grateful, but I want to make sure I seem grateful as well. Okay, so today for episode number 44, this is a question I get fairly often, more often than I expected, honestly. Should you have a co-host? So obviously, uh, podcasting by yourself can be a challenge, especially if doing solo episodes. Maybe you don't have the best interview skills, maybe you don't have the best tech skills, maybe you don't have the best social media skills, sales skills, whatever it is. So you think to yourself, what would be really beneficial for me to have somebody in my corner who I can share the pressure with, where I, you know, I can share the weight with this person, right? That's obviously very impactful, but how do you know whether or not you should actually have a co-host? So there are a lot of things that go into it from my perspective, just based on somebody who has hosted 1300 episodes with somebody else. And I think for a lot of us, honestly, this is this is my truth. For most people, it probably won't work out in the long run. I'm not saying it can't work out. I'm not saying it's not worth trying. But what I'm saying is for many of us, having a co-host actually, it actually might be more of a pain in the butt than it's worth. So I'm actually working with, at this point, three or four, maybe in five podcasts who have a host and a co-host or two hosts or two co-hosts, however you want to consider it. And I was on a call with clients recently, one pair of these clients, and it was very clear to me that one person wanted to go in one direction and the other person wanted to go in another direction. And it was very, very clear to me that they didn't really understand each other and they didn't really want to go in the direction that their partner wanted to go in. So I ended up having a call with just one of them, just one of the, the two people on this podcast, and we had been discussing potentially splitting them up and having them do their own shows, right? Because they have their own shows. They each have their own show, but they also are on a show together as well. So it's, it's weird. And I said, honestly, I don't think this is going to end up being what you think it's going to be. I think you're going to get pulled off of why you actually started this show in the first place. And I just don't see it working long term. Just because the reason you started this is drastically different than the reason your co-host started it. Nothing wrong with that. But it's going to be very hard for you to succeed. And after that conversation, towards the end, I think that's kind of what we decided on. Moving forward, you'll do your own show. He'll do his own show. There won't be any cross-collaboration or anything like that. And that'll be how we do it. 
So here's, here's my thought process. Should you have a co-host? Ask yourself these four things and really sit down and explore them either together with this person if you have that kind of relationship or separately if you don't want them to know that you're questioning the potential relationship. So four things. One, core beliefs. Two, core values. Three, core aspirations. And then four, core competencies. So the core beliefs, core values, core aspirations, um, Alan's wonderful partner, Emilia, kind of brought those to the table, and that was something that she kind of came up with, so I can't take credit for that. I added core competency competency on there because if you're splitting the workload of whatever you're doing, obviously somebody is going to have a unique competence that the other person doesn't necessarily. So let me go through these and explain how do they actually affect whether or not you should have a co-host. All right, core beliefs. Your core beliefs might be, this podcast is not around to make money, right? Another core belief might be, we're only going to do one episode a week forever. Another core belief might be, we're not going to do video. We're not going to interview certain people. We are going to interview certain people. That type of thing. The belief is, a lot of times, the way you want to do something, right? Um, It's going to take five years before we achieve a level of success. Imagine a relationship where you believe it's going to take five years before you achieve a level of success and your co-host thinks it should only take six months. That's going to be a very interesting dynamic in a a challenging relationship to balance, okay? So that's core beliefs. Core values. These are the things that, just as an example, like charity is a value, self-improvement is a value, fitness is a value. Now, where your core values come into the point is somebody might want a podcast to be very heart-driven. They could say, I'm a very patient, vulnerable, transparent human being, authentic. I want that to be the mood of the podcast. Those are my core values. My core value is authenticity. It's patience. It's inclusiveness. It's all of those things. The other person might say, well, that's, those aren't my core values, right? That my core value is wealth and abundance and making money. Cool. That might not work out, right? That those are potentially core values in conflict. And anytime we have core beliefs, core values, core aspirations in conflict, that can make things challenging. So just imagine that. What are your core beliefs? And does your business partner, podcast partner, co-host, whatever it is, have similar core beliefs and core values? Okay, third thing, core aspirations. What do you ultimately want out of this? What is the goal? The aspirations, what are the goals? What are the dreams? What is the point of doing all this? A lot of people want to try 50 episodes, see if it works, and then go from there. Other people might just want to network, and they want to interview people, and they're going to have people on, and they'll network, and then they'll kind of go from there. If your aspirations are drastically different than your co-host's aspirations, it's going to be very hard to succeed. Because there's always going to be one person pulling the other person off of what their aspirations are. And then the last one, core competency. What are you really good at? What is your podcast partner really good at? co-host, whatever you want to consider them. What are they really good at? Do they have unique strengths that help your weaknesses? Do they have weaknesses where your strengths can help there? Because again, with anything, especially a podcast, you're basically creating a business and it's a long-term thing. It's not going to happen overnight. You're going to be working with this person for many, many, many hours, depending on what you're doing, right? So just as an example... Alan and I have recorded 1,300 episodes together, at least 1,300 at this point, 
And I would say the average length of an episode is half hour. So what's that? That's 650 hours right there. So I've spent at least 650 hours with Alan. Now, on Mondays, we get into a Zoom room at 10 o'clock in the morning, and we are with each other for at least, at least 10 hours. It's usually like 10 to 7, right? 10 to 6, 10 to 7. So we're, we're with each other for a long period of time. Now, we're not podcasting that whole time. We're talking about business and all that other stuff. But that's a long period of time to spend with somebody every single week. And that's not including all the other business meetings we have and all of that stuff. So there's a lot that goes into that. The reason Alan and I have been successful as business partners and as podcast co-hosts is because we have very similar core beliefs, very similar core values, very similar core aspirations, and... I would say complementative core competencies. That's a, that's a sentence right there. Hi, I'm Jennifer Hurwitz. So last year I wanted to quit everything. I wanted to throw in the towel. I wanted to hang up my microphone and Kevin said, no, Kevin said, keep going, Jen, you've got this. And oh my God, I'm going to cry. And I did. Um, coaches need coaches, yo. And working with Kevin has been one of the best experiences of my life. Oh my God, I'm crying. Kevin, you are the best. I could not do this without you. And um, thank you. Thank you for being you and the amazing human that you are. So our core beliefs are, we don't deserve anything unless we work for it. You know, that's pretty much the biggest thing. We believe this will all be worth it, ultimately. And we believe that self-improvement can change the world right? Those are just some similar ones that we have. Our core values are kindness, patience, inclusiveness, uh, charity. You know, it's, it's kind of like throughout the business. It's the way we do the business, right? The, the way we show up every day, the way we show up in the mics, the stories we tell, the intentions we set, those are all based on very similar core values. Core aspirations, we want to have the most successful holistic self-improvement company in the world, eventually, right? Going back to to core beliefs, we know this will not happen anytime soon. It's going to take years and years and years and years. But the core aspirations are, I don't ever plan on selling the business. That's not why I'm in it. I'm not in it so we can get investors. That's not what we're trying to do. Our core aspirations are very in alignment. And then our core competencies, Alan was really good at business and is really good at business. And I was really good at building relationships with people. And I, and I still am. And those things have helped Alan succeed better and me succeed better, therefore helping the business and the podcast succeed at a higher level. So sit down and ask yourself, okay, what are my core beliefs? What are my core values, core aspirations, and core competencies? And then what are those of this, either my current co-host or a prospective co-host that I'm thinking about working with? Anytime people ask me this, this is what I tell them. It's very hard. I don't know other than that, right? I don't know what's going to happen with you and your your potential co-host, this is as close to predicting the future as I can get because this is what's worked really well for us. And if any of these are in conflict, that's a potential red flag. If none of them are, that's a potential green flag. Because at least if one of your core values is effective, well, yeah, effective, vulnerable communication, and your podcast co-host shares that as well, at least if something comes up, you're going to feel comfortable sharing your truth with that person. And you'll most likely end up succeeding. And this is really in any relationship. Obviously, we won't go deep into that because this is a podcast about podcasts, but 
That's what I would say. That's, that's really what I would say. And then here's another thing too. You kind of got to go with, is this the type of person that I would want to spend a Friday night with? Because if it's not, it's probably not going to succeed long-term anyway. So that's just a, an extra piece that I'll throw out there. So I'll go through them one more time. Sit down and write out what are your top three core beliefs? What are your top three core values? What are your top three core aspirations? And what are your top three core competencies? If you need a list of core beliefs or any of that, just type, just Google uh, what are some core beliefs or what are beliefs, what are values, what are aspirations? There'll be a lot of lists that'll come up. But that's what I would do. That would be the exercise I would do. Now, here's the even more interesting thing eventually. At some point, if you do become a podcast that's successful enough to make money, you're going to have to figure out how do you want to split the money. When you become a podcast that has more output in terms of work, whether it's audio editing, video editing, coaching, whatever, then you're going to have to figure out, okay, how is that going to look? So just as an example, when Alan and I got into partnering up, I had already done, I think, 15 episodes by myself or something like that. So I had already done some audio editing and it was like, okay, I'm going to just keep doing the audio editing because that's something I'm already familiar with. When we started doing video and we started doing YouTube and we started doing teaser clips, I just started doing that because it was, well, I'm already doing the audio editing. I'm going to be kind of the content guy. So let me learn that. And then Alan was working on the business behind the scenes and Alan had calls with mentors and, and that type of thing. Alan was leading the charge on social media. So that was very, very beneficial. And even to this day, I still do most of the stuff. Now we have a wonderful team, the best team, but in terms of like who's trying to come up with ideas for content, it's either my, myself or the team. It's usually not Alan. Alan's usually focused on the business, right? He's focused on stuff that most people won't see. I'm focused on a lot of the stuff that people will see. So that's one part of it. The second part of it is in the very beginning, when we first started making money with the podcast, when we were coaching, I would just take all of my money and Alan would take all of his money. So I might have, let's just say I have, um, four clients who are paying me $150 a call and I'm doing four calls a week. So I'm making 15, 30, 45. So I'm making $600 a week. Right. Just so just imagine that. So six times four is 24. So I'm making $2,400 a month. All of that money would go to me. And then whatever Alan say, Alan's making 2,400, that would go to him. That's because we weren't really a business yet. So it was almost like, okay, whatever you can earn from the podcast, you take home, whatever I can earn from the podcast, I take home. Eventually, as we grew and as we grew and as we grew and things started to come together, we just said at one point, we're going to combine finances, AKA whatever comes through the business, we pay off what needs to get paid off in the business first. And then the rest of it goes into a business bank account. And then we kind of figure things out from there. So in the beginning it was, I mean, if say Alan was making $10,000 a month and I was making $6,000 a month, Alan would have taken the hit because we were just combining. So that's another interesting thing to make sure when you are choosing a co-host business partner, whatever, at some point there's going to be a give and a take. Okay, so that's that's an important thing to understand is 
you're creating a business and it's not just about the short term. It's not just about making sure I'm financially set or Alan's financially set. Ultimately, it's about how do we make the business as strong as possible. So I understand that's a, like a 30,000 foot view that many of you might not have to worry about for years or ever, depending on the way you're doing it. But that is something that I wish I knew earlier. Once you start getting into the business side of things, it's like, somebody might be making more money. What if somebody only wants one of you to go do a speech? What if only one of you gets a client? There's a lot of things that can go into that. Again, maybe that's overkill for you where you are in your journey, but I think it's always worth sharing that awareness just in case it might help you make a different decision. So yeah, that's what I would say. I think that there are a lot of things to think about, but I would start with the core, the core four. I'm going to trademark that right now the core four I just talked about and then kind of the 30,000 foot view of what happens in the business after is it somebody you trust like would you trust this person with giving you truthful numbers when it comes to how much money they're making you know that type of stuff that that's where the business things get get mixed up I had somebody ask me this recently I was talking to another business owner and he said do you do you and your uh your podcast partner have like paperwork for the business like what happens if you want to sell and all that stuff and I said well no I mean we have all the legal paperwork we need to have and I'm technically a 51% owner and Alan's a 49% owner but we have similar the, the similar core four so I'm not really I'm not really worried about it that's quite literally the least of my concerns so that's how much faith I have in these and that's how we've put these core four into practice so I guess it's kind of like it really is the core three are aligned and then the core four, the, the fourth one, the, the core competency is kind of supplementative, but core four sounds really good. So do that exercise. Again, if you need any help, reach out. I can give you some core beliefs, core values, core aspirations, all of that happy jazz. As always, if you are interested in growing, in monetizing, or understanding your podcast and your podcast audience at a deeper level, please book a free 30-minute podcast breakthrough session with me. It's not a sales call. I just want to help you and add value to you. Depending on where you are in the journey, there's a lot of different things you can learn, and my goal will be to teach you what I needed to know where or when I was where you are today. Next week, for episode number 45, how to get on other shows and what to do after. I had a really interesting realization where I realized that the majority of the benefits from going on other podcasts aren't necessarily what people think. So I will dive into that next week for episode number 45. As always, I appreciate you all very much. I love you all very much. Keep on podcasting. Keep on crushing it. Keep on growing. And I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Growth University. If you found value in this episode, please take a couple of seconds and leave a review in the link below. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at neverquitkid. I am happy to answer any and all questions you have. We'll talk to you on the next episode.